All right, I'm Dan, and welcome to the Stage Fright Podcast, where we talk about mental health while working in creative industries. Today on the show, I'm answering all your questions. If you like a lot of chocolate in your podcast, join us. What are some of the coping strategies that you use when you are struggling with anxiety? Okay, what are your thoughts on the Ed Sheeran court case? That's a really good question. Jazz for me is fine. I get quite upset because I get worried about my family and whether they're happy in their lives and stuff. Whatever you think of Raw Blood, it's a shitty thing to do. It's kind of disrespectful for the fans that were there to see them. When was the last time you pissed the bed? (laughs) See, you can have a nice chat about Raw Blood and what you think of that situation and the Ed Sheeran thing or whatever. And then when was the last time you pissed the bed? Your worst habit. My worst habit is um, I am too generous. (laughs) No. um, Most embarrassing thing you've ever done. Uh, Me me, me and Elliot once. What's your biggest insecurity? Um, Good question. You're listening to the Stage Fright Podcast. Here's me again. Right. Hello. Sorry. (laughs) Don't mind. I started recording while I'm eating. Um... I'm eating a club. Remember them? A mint club. Beautiful. If there's anyone from... Who does club? Is it Nestle? Hang on. If there's anyone from Nestle listening... Uh, oh, McVitie's. If anyone... McVitie's, as if! <laughs> as if they're going to send me some shit. <laughs> One of the biggest companies in the world. Yeah, we were listening to this uh, little podcast by a guy called Dan, and he was eating a club, so let's send him 500 clubs. Anyway, so... Sorry, I need some water. I'll wash it down with a nice cold can of Coke Zero. If there's anyone from Coca-Cola listening. (laughs) Right. Let's do this. Right. So this is the questions episode. You've been sending in your questions. Uh, I'm just going to open the app now. Um, Oh, Jesus, there's loads. Okay, great. Let's just go through these questions. And... See what we've got. Question one. What are the top three best things you've learned slash taken away from the other podcast guests you've already had on the show about dealing with mental health? That's a really good question. I think the first thing I've realised is people come into the studio to record and they mainly the first thing they say is, oh, I don't feel like I've got a lot to talk about. I don't feel like I don't really know what to say. Then when they sit down, I realise that once you put a microphone in front of someone and just ask them a question, you can just let them talk. And they realise they they know more than they think they know, which is lovely. I've kind of realised as well that it doesn't matter what job role you have, you've still got the same anxieties. You know, everyone's got the same worry about money and about when the next gig is coming in or um, if you're an artist, when the next commission's going to come in. Um, I've still got this little bit of club here. I'm going to eat it. And you guys can hear me eat it. If you like a lot of chocolate in your podcast, join us. Right. I've also realised that the more I hear from other people, the more it kind of helps me deal with my anxieties. I did one with Liam Wakefield, and he kind of made me realise you are sort of a lone soldier in this life, and it's the people around you that kind of help you through it. So I'm kind of leaning into that more and opening up more to my friends and family and stuff, which is really nice. All right, next question. What are some of the coping strategies that you use when you are struggling with anxiety? Okay. Um, 
I kind of, I watch films, I think. I think I watch films and just curl up in bed and try not to think about them. Because a lot of the anxieties are just overthinking for me. It's it's a lot of overthinking and, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to play with Badly Drawn Boy again because he doesn't like me anymore and, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff and stuff that's not necessarily true. But the best coping strategy I have is this podcast like it, it keeps me keeps me busy i've just done literally just done a session with a girl called nia finishing off one of her songs and then we're writing an ep together as well and i could just go home now like it's a quarter past four on a what day is it tuesday i could just go home now and you know sit and play playstation but no i need to do the podcast i need to record another pod i need to edit that last podcast that i did with nicole the other day and do all that kind of stuff so keeping busy yeah, yeah, either keeping busy or curling up in a ball and watching fucking Halloween. <laughs> I'll do either one of those. Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music for advert-free, higher quality and early access to the Stage Fright podcast. Why doesn't my crush like me back? Don't give a shit, mate. Next question. What's your favourite brand? Um, uh, McVitie's. <laughs> I love McVitie's. I love mint clubs and Coke Zeros. <laughs> one friend you're thankful for. Oh, I can't say one name. I haven't got one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, um, ah, just all my mates, really. They all, they all do different things. Are you straight? That's literally a question someone's written in. Are you straight? Great. <laughs> More of that coming up. <laughs> you got a sneaky link. Is that an OnlyFans thing? These are all like, I think, pre-recorded questions. I wish we talked more. Yeah, these are all just pre-recorded things. What's your favourite drink? Uh, a nice refreshing Coke Zero from Coca-Cola. <laughs> if you're feeling anxious, what helps you? The pups. Um, I've got... Well, three, well, there's four, five dogs in my family, three of them that I've lived with, Charlie Benson and Casper. Charlie is, he's my best mate. He's the, the best thing. Casper is a little cause of anxiety, really, if I'm being, if I'm being honest. Uh, he barks, he's too loud. He hurts, hurts my hearing. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Ed Sheeran court case? That's a really good question. I mean... Going by the law, he's innocent. You know, he's you can't copyright a court progression. I think the woman, oh, what's her name? It's the co-writer's, it's not Marvin Gaye's daughter, it's the co-writer to Marvin Gaye. It's his daughter who's suing. And she, apparently she's done this quite a lot. She sued um, She sued quite a lot of people for copyright. But you can't copyright a, a court progression. So Ed, he's a great songwriter, a uh, great singer. I think it, it, was a, it must have been a horrible time for him. I can't imagine what he went through. He missed his grandmother's funeral. And I'm so happy that he's been found innocent. Because there are 35,671 songs that have that exact chord progression. I, I just guessed that number, but I don't, I don't know if that's, if that's true. But it's the D to F sharp, G, A, isn't it? That's that's the, the chord progression. You can't copyright a chord progression. Um, and I think he was... I, I was right behind him, 100% right behind him. Great, fair play to him. 
<laughs> right, next question. What's better, jazz or Nia Nicole's music? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Nia Nicole's, obviously. Jazz for me is it's fine, but when I hear it, I instantly know, okay, this is jazz. I need to, I need to listen to this. I can't just enjoy it. It has to be like, oh, okay, it's fucking jazz. Right, here we go. Great. And I'm not talking about the great jazz songs. I'm not talking about Sam Cooke or Coltrane or Miles Davis. Like, I'm not talking about the big boys. I'm talking about, like, you know, the jazz that comes on and you're like, oh, for fuck, it's jazz. Great. Here we go. Fucking, yeah. It's very clever. Yeah. And you play it and you stop playing it and you go, what was the fucking melody? <laughs> what, was the, what was the song bit? What was the song? <laughs> right. I'll do a few more. Why do you take so long to respond to messages? Um, oh, this is probably Emma that's written this one. Because I'm busy, mate. Because I'm busy doing the podcast. I think it's an anxiety thing, responding to messages. I genuinely think that. That when, you're, when you are feeling a bit anxious, you will hide away from what's making you anxious. And, you know, if your phone makes you anxious or makes you overthink things, then that's going to be the thing that's going to tip you over the edge. Who are your best girlfriends? Uh... Kelly, Michelle, and Beyonce. <laughs> when was the last time you cried? Uh, not long ago, actually. I, I get quite upset because I get worried about my family and whether they're, you know, happy in their lives and stuff. And I dropped my dad off the other day, and he he got out of the car and he was walking up to his house with his with his dog. And I was just thinking, I wonder if he's happy. Like, he just lives on his own. Like, goes out and sees his friends every now and again, and he comes around to the studio to hang out, and it's. You know, it's lovely. Obviously, I love seeing him. I just wonder, I wonder if he's, like, happy or lonely. And I remember speaking to my mum and Emma and saying, like, I'm just like, a bit worried about, like, my dad and stuff. And they were like, he is living his best life. He's on his own. He's got his dog. He gets to watch Match of the Day. <laughs> he goes out with his mates. He's living the life of Riley. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Again, I just guess that I'm just overthinking for... All right, I'm just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about my Patreon, where for the price of half a coffee a month, you will get early ad-free versions of the podcast in a higher quality, as well as a load of behind-the-scenes photos and audio that I've been told to say are NSFW, which I don't know what it means, but people have it on their OnlyFans accounts. Apparently, I, I, I don't know, I've been, I've been told that. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music. You can also get the app on your phone so you can listen to my voice wherever you may be. My Patreon has a pay-what-you-can scheme where all tiers are the same. The aim of this is to have more Patreons paying the smaller fee a month and not pricing people out, which in turn will pay for the show and help it run and run until the end of time. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the show. Right, next question. What do you think of the royal blood thing? Oh, that was mad, wasn't it? Uh, if anyone doesn't know, the Royal Blood, um, they did a, a show and they were, I think it was Radio One's big weekend and <laughs> the crowd weren't reacting the way Royal Blood wanted them to react. They weren't cheering enough and they kind of threw their toys out the pram. Now, whatever you think of Royal Blood, um, whether you like them, whether you hate them, I'm kind of indifferent. They're they're kind of they're sort they're one of those bands to me that I, I've never I don't think I've ever heard a song. I think they just rip off Jack White, don't they? <laughs> um, and you've got to 
see it from both sides really like it, it's a shitty thing to do obviously it's you know it's kind of disrespectful for the fans that were there to see them and I, I, I imagine they're I've never seen them live but I imagine they're you know they're a big sound live but also you have to remember that he probably had a shit day and I know that's not an ex- excuse, but he's probably had a shit day at work, like we all do. You know, if you work in a factory or whatever, you go in sometimes and you've had a shit day. He's probably had a shit day and that was just the, you know, the thing that, top- that toppled him over the edge. However, you are there to put on a show for the people that were there f- to see you. If there's some people there taking the piss out of you, that's fine. I don't think that anyone was, but you're there. If you're, if you're there, if you turn up to the show, if you get paid to go and turn up to this show... You need to put on a show. Save all your complaining for the bus. All, there's always a tour rule. Number one, don't shit in the bus. <laughs> and number two, always save your complaints or any, any things you have like that for the bus, for the, for the drive home, for you know when you're away from the venue because you don't know who's around. Obviously, it was a shitty thing to do, but if you're a part of the PR team, you're going to be loving that, aren't you? They are all over the headlines at the minute. <laughs> But mate, shitty thing to do, but he could have been having a shit day. Uh, okay, next one. Um, <laughs> when was the last time you pissed the bed? <laughs> See, you can have a nice chat about royal blood and what you think of that situation and the Ed Sheeran thing or whatever. And then when was the last time you pissed the bed? Um, I don't think I've ever wet the bed. No, I don't think I have. In fact, I'm going to get my mum on the podcast. We can ask her that. <laughs> All right, next one. What's your favourite food? Uh, pizza. Next one. <laughs> your worst habit. My worst habit is um, I am too generous. <laughs> no, um, my worst habit is I bite my nails. And I went, I went for a stage of for years of not doing it. And I had like nice kind of fingernails. And then I just started biting them again. And I fucking hate it because it hurts. It hurts to play guitar sometimes. But I can't do it, man. I can't kick the habit. I can't quit you. (laughs) All right, next one. Spill some tea. Don't know what that means. I prefer coffee anyway. What's your biggest insecurity? Um, Good question. I think I look look old. I think I'm looking too old now to get the, the, what I'd call the One Direction gigs. I feel like Sam Fender's not going to hire me because... I don't look like a part of the band. I look too old, you know. Yeah, I think that's my biggest insecurity. I always kind of worry what I look like, especially when I'm on stage, you know, am I representing the band correctly and that kind of thing. And when I shoot all my videos, I kind of have to look through and go, do I just look too old to be doing this sort of shit now? But no, hopefully I look all right. Next question. Is heaven real? Don't know. (laughs) Next question. Have you watched Harry Potter? (laughs) Um... Yeah, I can't remember it. There's a lot of them, isn't there? And I remember the third one being good. Is that the one with the spider in it? That was quite good. There's someone oh, there's someone in there called someone Hannah Parkinson or something? Yeah. What was your favourite show when you were a kid? Hey Arnold, I think. Hey Arnold was a big one for me. I wanted his bedroom. Um, and Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah, Courage the Cowardly Dog was good. Your last song on Spotify. Um, from both sides now, uh, Joni Mitchell. Good tune. Lovely song about, I think it's about death. She see, sees her relationship after it's broken up from both sides. And then I think it goes on to be about death, where she see, you know, I look at clouds from both sides now. It's um, lovely, beautiful. Favourite film? Favourite film? Um, well, the best film in the world is, um, is Dog Soldiers, obviously. 
If you haven't seen it, well, see it, <laughs> I guess. Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music. All right, one more. It's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done. Uh, me, <laughs> me and Elliot once got on a bus. <laughs> right. Me and Elliot once got on a bus to go home, back to his house, from Andover to his house, Andover Station to where he was living at the time, in Andover. And we got to the stop before his, and I said, oh, what? I wonder where this bus ends up. I wonder where it goes. Should we just, should we just stay on the bus? And he was like, yeah, all right, let's just stay on the bus. And anyway, the bus ended up in Salisbury, and we got out. And we were in Salisbury. We must have been about 16 at the time, 17. And we had no money. All we had was like three or four quid on us. And I had an early learning centre, five-pound note, like a fake five-pound note. And it didn't look like a real five-pound note. It it was clearly an early learning centre, five-pound note, right? And (laughs) we were like, right, are we going to get back? Thinking we could have actually just stayed on the bus and got back to Andover. But anyway, we we got we were like, oh, let's, just, let's just get on the train and just see if we can get, get through without actually paying for a ticket. And um, we got on the train, halfway back, the ticket guy comes round. So we're like, fuck, um, okay. And I went, I've got a plan, right? Just go with me. And the guy came around and said, oh, your tickets, please. And me and Elliot went, oh, we haven't got tickets. We'll, we'll buy them now. And he went, okay, cool. It's eight quid or whatever. And I just nonchalantly just slid over this £5 note, this early lending £5 note, and just didn't look at him as if I was trying to, like, Darren Brown him and just make it, like, normal. Yeah, yeah, here you go, mate. Yeah, here's your, here's, your, here's your money. And then he just looked at it straight away and went, all I could see was the £5 note. He had it in two hands, and he went, what's this? And this was my excuse. I, I looked at him and went, oh, no. What oh, what must have happened is my mum left me a five pound on the kitchen side and before I left, I went to grab it. That was next to it. So I must have just got confused and accidentally picked up the early learning centre five pound note. And he went, right. Um, I mean, this is fraud. And we happen to have the fraud, a fraud investigator on the, on the train now. So I'm just going to go get him. And we were like... Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Anyway, he left. And I said to Elliot, right, let's have some fake names. So then they won't know who we are. And Elliot was like, yeah, yeah, cool. And Elliot went, I'll be Jared. (laughs) And I went, and I'll be Travis. Because my favourite band was Blink-182. And his favourite band were Bowling for Soup. So (laughs) fucking Jared and Travis on the train. (laughs) about to be done for fraud it wasn't a fraud guy it was obviously someone you know that's just worked for the train company and he came back and i went right i'll just say like i'm travis whatever i I didn't even think i had a um surname barker (laughs) yeah i'm travis barker and the guy came back and went yeah cool so um we are gonna have to take your identity down and hand this into the police and i was like oh shit and he went what's your names and i went Dan Parkinson. I <laughs> just, just gave him my name straight up. I just didn't want to lie. And then he looked at Elliot and went, what's your name? And Elliot went, Elliot Langford. <laughs> we were so intimidated. But the embarrassing thing was, when he went to go get the, the guy, the you know, this fake fraud guy. In fact, that's fraud. That's fraud. When, when he went to go get the fake fraud guy, the fraud fraudster, me and Elliot were like going around the train just going, oh, has anyone got like three quid? on them or has anyone got 
a quid that we can just like have and everyone was going no no and we were just like punk kids trying to get away with you know a free train ride but yeah and i never got that early learning center five pound note back hmm and there's not a day that goes by <laughs> where i don't think about it all right wicked that's enough i think send in more questions at uh wherever the link is on my profile and i'll see you in the next one <laughs> cheers Yeah. <laughs>